if you have a bunch of cooking utensils and you don't know how to cook, but you can build something with the kitchen, kitchen utensils, then fucking build something. Don't have to necessarily make a cook. I didn't know I signed up for that. Um, and with an overlap of virtue signaling, loud mm -hmm. people get projected on. Far from where my priorities are, I get offended, right? I mean, getting offended, as Stephen Hughes likes to say, doesn't give you leprosy. It just, <laughs> it just means your feelings are hurt. But where they want me to wear a mask, they want me to get vaccinated, they want me to stay inside, because then that that, that affirms them doing the same thing. I want you to be mm -hmm. afraid with me, because then that's what we are. I'm being very excited to show you the first episode of Diamond and Demons, Demons and Diamonds, new series, which is going to be probably weekly or bi-weekly, and we share opinions. We're very opinionated. We met through our opinionated friend. It's going to be epic. Um, but if you can stand the opinions, there's actually a lot of lessons and life hacks and tips and everything in it. It's really good. Welcome to Diamond and Demon. And before we jump into the official episode today at Fearless Well, I just want to point out this is hashtag Team No Delusion. So everything you'll see, intro, mid-tro, intro, recording, Everything is raw footage, one take. I will not be doing or redoing or participating in the whole Hollywood thing where everything needs to look polished or fake or perfect because that's just not real life. So with that being said, welcome into the real world. And now we're jumping into the episode. It's your opinionated favorite sloth. I stopped doing the whole shtiel because um, it got too long here at Fearless Wealth and with us we have a amazing amazing person and endless stories but um kelly will be part of this new series diamond and demons because the world needs more of our opinions <laughs> <laughs> and and now and forever i am still upset with our what do we call him? Accountant friend that he withheld me, withheld you so long from me. <laughs> yes, he did. Like we could have been at it for like two years earlier or whatever. Yeah. And he kept always saying, oh, you're going to love Kelly. And I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Yes, we will now fill the opinion-shaped hole that is in the world with our opinions. <laughs> with our opinions. And um, Diamond and Demons is the theory that everyone needs in his life. First of all, you're welcome. Okay. And we bring together, except for being extremely opinionated, we think a lot about very a lot of things. We discuss a lot of things. We can hold all the polarities we can walk in the gray um and mostly we'll be judging a lot of people from our little thrones yes um and on a realistic scale um i, I would say i represent east europe kelly represents japan and together we also are in america this is kind of the middle ground sure <laughs> let's go with that um 
I thought I'd start with with a, like a very funny thing. So um, the the quote I shared, which I don't even know. Um, let me pick it up. Let me pick it up. Nice and prepared. The quote that you originally sent to me, which was on point, saying, "Come on, internet, you got this." I post too much. If someone tells me to take it down a notch, that guarantees a five five notch increase. Don't try to fucking denotch me. Mm-hmm. And just 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 so you're aware, like people really people have been losing their shit for me liking America. And I mean, <laughs> defriending, verbally expressing, um. How could you betray me? Like, so actual points of betrayal. Um, Actual accusations of me becoming racist for liking America. Now, a lot of that, of course, is very online behavior. But I have decided that I'm going to wrap my car professionally in an American flag. Yes. That's right. (laughs) Those are my five notches. Fuck. (laughs) Let me introduce you to the five extra notches. Right. <laughs> the contact lenses. My red. The contact lenses. Adding blue and um, white to your hair so that you will have right. the official. I have an American hair. flag corset. I have American flag diamond heels. Uh, yes. I might get the pants too. Lenses have been ordered. Um, car is in the making. Yeah. Within, I don't know, two months or something. Um, those are my notches. And I feel mm-hmm. like I used to be. I'm, I'm a, we are petty. We are petty. But I remember back in the day, people would really upset me by telling me how I should spend my money. And I would either like blow it on cocaine just for the sake of that. Just first, I would just hand out cocaine to friends or I would set it on fire on camera and be like, every time someone's going to tell me how I should spend my money, this is what I'm doing with it. Right. So that's right. We're not setting it on fire right now. We're just buying more flags. Right. But either way, you've, you've somehow raised their dreams of you spending your money. <laughs> well, I was thinking raised more like R-A-Z-E, <laughs> like set it on fire. Like, I mean, you know, I, that's the thing is it's like the moment you have ambitions for my shit, I will promptly remind you whose shit you're trying to direct here and it's not yours. So kindly refrain and back out of my space, you know, like I, I don't understand that. I don't. I don't understand the people who, I mean, look, I'm as, I'm as, you know, libertarian as the next person or whatever, but like, there's no point in sitting here resenting a geography. Like, it's, like, there's no sense to it, right? And at the end of the day, if you've got a collective of friends or networks or an economy that you want to tap or whatever it is that you're using the states for, and it serves a benefit to you, then use it for that. Fuck it. I mean, you know, like, look, if if you have a bunch of cooking utensils and you don't know how to cook, but you can build something with the kitchen, kitchen utensils, then fucking build something. Don't have to necessarily make a cookie. Like, you know, there's a, I guess, a recommended <laughs> application Usage. for everything. Right. And then there's all, then there's off label. We do that all the time with drugs. <laughs> we do. There's here's the here's the prescribed way to use this drug. But there's also all this off label shit that you can use for that is that has benefits as well. So whatever and it's like you haven't you have your own label of shit that you want to use the united states for that it benefits you then that's all there is like 
I don't understand the opinion about it. You know, like I, I feel like that people have opinions about it that you're supposed to carry for them as well. And I, I don't, I don't know where we signed up for that. <laughs> I don't remember right. signing up for that club. <laughs> so, well, I, there, you're, you're bringing on a very interesting point because the, I didn't, I didn't know I signed up for that. Um, and with an overlap of virtue signaling, loud mm. people get projected on um mm. whether it's like ce celebrities too right like celebrities especially during um our beautiful apocalypse of two years the celebrities were all ought to make a statement whether it was blm whether it was ukraine 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 see american american um but people of importance or platform are supposed to speak up and I have no idea where these people got this crack. <laughs> well, I think where it is, is that once you come into something, right, whether it's wealth or influence or both for that matter, then people start to look at that and try to apply where that can go and where that fits in terms of need, right? That's the instinctive thing to do is, to, is, is where it's needed most. And they and they're applying it to their own sense of priorities. So I have a sense of priorities of, you know, the environment and poor people and whatever. I list it off, you know. And where it ends up taking you in that line of reasoning, if you want to even call it reasoning, is the feeling of deserving if and you know, and which is disguising the word entitlement that, you know, these these things deserve your attention, deserve your time, deserve your energy, deserve your wealth, whatever it is. And when you direct it in a way that's far from where my priorities are, I get offended, right? I mean, getting offended, as Stephen Hughes likes to say, doesn't give you leprosy. It just, <laughs> it just means your feelings are hurt. But, you know, people apply that and they really feel like like you need to you need to earn my respect and my kudos and my praise you need to go earn that and it's like but that's not my job right i'm not working right. for that so i don't understand how it became my job but here we are and you're telling me that i'm falling asleep on the job i never applied for <laughs> so right absolutely and let me be very clear someone else's approval appreciation or understanding of my lifestyle or opinion is irrelevant right right but you you made a very valid point when it comes to um people start projecting what you should do it's mostly victimized people mm. who who have a sense of helplessness um who feel an an unjust a sense of injustice in their life personally not even a collective one it personally no, right. Right. and it it ironically it turns into this like extremely binary thinking right. um using another personal example i went to the whole foods as i do and i got like this hippity hoppity pink cute drink which mm. was like nine dollars and i posted trying new things on my instagram story and two people send me a message who don't even follow me by the way that's an extremely leftover drink, don't you think? Because people start adapting my term. And I'm like, first of all, I don't think leftovers can afford this, for one. Um, and two, what the insinuation even that, you know, 
just because I have certain stands in life that I shouldn't be utilizing products that just benefit me or that I just like, whatever, because it's associated with another side. That's absolutely mental, chronic online and mental illness. Right, right. You, you've become, it, it's, it's so interesting. I, t I had this conversation before with somebody else and it was, and I, and this is what I said. I said, look, think of the worst person, right? The racist, bigoted, I mean, truly, like they really do are racist, like not like racist in the way they're saying, you know, they typically use it and sling it around. I mean it like full blown. Think of the worst possible person, like the absolute degenerate. Right. I mean, think, just list it off and ascribe it to one, this one person. That person still goes grocery shopping and drives a car and has a job and is going about their life. And they're going to be every, and, and they're going to be touching all of these things. They're going to buy peanut butter. Okay, and they're gonna and they're gonna drive a car, and they're going to have a job, and they're going to wear certain clothes, and they're gonna do all these things. To say that, oh, because this racist buys Skippy peanut butter, people who buy Skippy peanut butter are therefore now associated with the lowest common denominator that consumes the thing, right? And it's just like I need, I need you to repeat that again. Go. Okay. Okay. So the 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 brand and the brand and the and the lowest common denominator become inextricably linked essentially so you've taken now you've said okay because racists buy skippy peanut butter anybody who buys skippy peanut butter must be a racist right it's the worst logic possible skippy peanut butter couldn't give a fuck who buys it they, all money is green for them it, it just you know, wants to be bought it just wants to be bought. It doesn't give a fuck. I mean, it has to, for ESG purposes, has to pretend to give a fuck. But in actuality, they don't care that the Klan buys Skippy peanut butter. Like, they don't. Right. They don't care. And it's just like Chevrolet doesn't care that a racist bought their truck. Right? They don't. And, you know, Sig Sauer doesn't care that a racist bought their gun. Money is money. And that mm -hmm. is a universal thing. And I'm not going to reduce my brand to the lowest common denominator that happens to consume it. That is not how this works. You know, and the same is true if you think about it in terms of a democracy, that somebody is going to vote for someone, right? The racist is going to vote for someone. And to say they're a single issue voter and they only vote on race would be would be myopic to say the least, right? You could conceive you there is a world, in fact, it'd be this world, where you could align with a racist on economic issues because they have nothing to do with race right low taxes is not a racial issue so even though the internet likes to make it a thing it does but you know it also thinks that working out at the gym is a racist issue and it really isn't absolutely and, and a keto and diet sexist. is also <laughs> it's sexist it's, it's well. sexist yes yeah. it, i am a self-loathing female now because apparently if i exercise i am I hate women. Because well, <laughs> so. you're trying to conform to patriar patriarchal beauty standards by going to the right. gym. Right. Or exercising or caring about my health at all in any way. And so by Please extension... don't bring your logic. But yeah. <laughs> no. So, so, I mean, but essentially what that means is, is that in order for me to truly be open-minded, pluralistic, and progressive, I would have to have a complete disregard for myself, right? I'd have to let myself go entirely because that's the alternative to what I'm doing. And so 
they've branded behavior, they've branded everything with whoever they hate and said, okay, connecting these dots and now forever, they, this is it. You have to carry this albatross around your neck that this racist picked up your brand. And it's like, it doesn't even, it, it doesn't matter. We were going to buy a brand and it doesn't matter that we share this because that's not what inherently makes someone racist is the level of or the kind of peanut butter they buy, right? Like it, that's not racism, but you've tangentially made it that way. And it's like, and these, these dots are being connected out in the ethers through marketing and affiliation, essentially, right? So an example would be, I worked at an ad agency where we were talking about whether or not it made sense for our advertiser to be on Howard Stern's show. This was in the early 2000s, so Howard Stern was really big, but he was a shock jock. Like, every, you know, people who know him know he's a shock jock. And he said, well, it's not brand safe to put him there. To which one of the members of leadership at the time pushed back and said, People who listen to Howard Stern still fly planes and travel. They would use this site and they would still want a good deal on a rental car as much as the person who listens to NPR. Right. right. So what difference does it, the, the ethic of saving money on travel is not unique to progressive people. It is mm -hmm. a general thing that appeals to large groups of people. And the only people who would know that we advertised on Howard Stern would be people who listen to Howard Stern, right? And it's like, so what difference does it make? Like, and the same happened again when we were asking about whether or not it made sense for another advertiser I worked on to be on Fox News, right? And, and to be, you know, where, you know, Tucker Carlson is. And I said, well, I said, to be fair, I said, you don't have to necessarily be in the program. You can be in the lobby of the program, right? Don't go have to go into the auditorium. You can be outside of that and still be on the network. Get that viewership, whatever that is. I said, if you had to, if you didn't want to align yourself directly with the program. I said, but alternatively, you have to ask yourself, am I willing to turn down conservative money? Am I willing to do that? Does that make sense for my brand? To say I I don't believe in collecting in acquiring, you know, conservative money, and I think it was Michael Jordan who said, you know, Republicans buy shoes too, so he was willing to sell it to whoever bought it. Right? What difference does it make that you're a Republican or Democrat? You you need shoes, and you're going to buy my brand, and it's like, I don't care who buys it. You know, your money's just as green. And there used to be an ethos of that where it was like we didn't get so hypersensitive of the type of customer we were attracting because we understood that we weren't that our product was not making a statement just because a person who makes a statement needed more product they they could mm -hmm. e exist independently you know and so that nuance has completely disappeared and now everything we do is is an affiliation or an indicator or a dog whistle <laughs> you know <laughs> to to you know to appeal to this darker side of society or this underbelly of society and it's like even if that's true even if even if ultimately that's who i attracted right let's say that's true and the only people that will listen to me are you know absolute degenerate racists let's say that's that's let's just say that's true that doesn't mean that's who i i intended to reach it just means they're the ones who heard something they liked but in the entire thing that I'm saying, everything that I've said so far, at no point have I praised it, have I 
you know, heralded it? Have I said this is okay or acceptable? Or have I even espoused anything that would remotely be perceived as a racist sentiment? But the fact is, is that I also believed that I should leave them alone until they do something warranting my attention, right? Like, that's a thing. Like, <laughs> I'm not looking for you. I'm not trying to find you. I'm not trying to associate with you. But if you start making your business my business, then we have a problem, you know? And right. until the day that your business becomes my business, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm not, I can't live in fear of this existential idea that floats out there that people keep telling me is scary and should be feared. That, um, first and foremost, um, all these, this name calling that's happening a lot for me. And it's been in the last three years specifically, um, mm -hmm. even in person when I went to New York to teach in New York and it was a very, very leftover, um, uh, platform, which I hadn't known because it wasn't prior to the apocalypse, um, after or during or after the apocalypse, it went very, very, you know, very leftover. So I'm mm -hmm. completely new, like, kind of like, oh my God, am I going to, but okay, it was, I, I took it as a great exercise for myself upon not first, first of all, not being reactive. Um, mm. second of all, always inserting more questions because the thing with leftovers is that if you keep asking enough questions, they kind of like drown themselves with their own logic, which yeah. is, it, I must confess, it's an absolutely entertaining uh, and amusing thing to observe and witness, if not only from your affirm affirmation that you are superior, yeah. if anything, um yeah. but and and we, we talked about this prior that um somehow Elon Musk became part of the conversation and um apparently one of Tesla's companies like physical Tesla company had a racist thing going on like it was it's a lawsuit right and whether i whether or not it was one uh, i'm 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 not sure about that but so it went from Tesla has a racist lawsuit, therefore Elon Musk is racist. Um, we hate Elon Musk, we hate Elon Musk, we hate Elon Musk. And I was like, oh, I don't hate him at all. Oh, so you are, so you are racist. Wow. And right, right. Like every normal <laughs> person is going to like, well, that's a real stretch. Um, yeah. Also to make uh, that using Elon as a, as an example, such a big person with such vast, um, even financial accomplishments, right. Or mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneurial one to attribute racism because one of his companies has a lawsuit going on. And therefore that's his whole identity right now. That was such a mental stretch for me, but yeah. I'm seeing it more and more every time, right. It's now, it's now, um, stuff like, you're giving platform to, therefore, you are X, Y, Z. You know, you have not publicly condemned X, Y, Z, therefore, you are X, Y, Z. So we're going to, the, or just by, just by proximity, right? Yeah. Um, right. Hitler was driving a Tesla. I'm driving a Tesla. Therefore, um, I want everyone who's non-white to die. Yep. Skippy peanut butter. <laughs> That's right. Racist bought Skippy peanut butter the other day, and now everybody who buys Skippy peanut butter is, by extension, a racist. That's the logic, and it's it the 
The problem with it is, is it's become very performative, right? Somebody, it's that the chronically online are looking to be chronically entertained and they need you to perform. Say it again, say it again. (laughs) The chronically online are looking to be chronically entertained and they're saying dance, bitch, dance, right? Like (laughs) they want you to do the dance. They want you to do the whole performance of I officially, you know, um, denounce blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I affirm ABC and I, you know, and I, whatever. And I think the pro- I think because it's become so performative, it's also become incredibly disingenuous, right? Because now you're just putting on the show for me or for whomever, I, not me, because I didn't ask, but like someone, you're putting on that show for someone. And in exchange, you want their praise, you want their high esteem, you want their approval, you want their you know, acceptance, their like, whatever it is, right? The heart react or whatever. They want that back. And so now what's happening is we're we're seeing a sort of transactional sociological phenomenon of I'm going to dance for you. And then I want you to, to give me back the currency that I need, which is affirmation or likes or approval or, you know, praise, a comment, something in the algorithm to boost me. And that's what I want. And they're just brokering a deal. And it's like, I don't, a virtue, right? Or supposed virtue, I guess. I mean, because it's arbitrary. It's completely arbitrary what it is to be kind or nice or respectful. None of that means anything. Like, you know, I I had a woman tell me yesterday, you know, and she gave me this false choice of um, saying that, you know, well, I can either be respectful of somebody's identity or I can have I can throw a tantrum like a child and I was like those are my choices I feel like those are the choices like you know I could or I can be some I think she said something like a combative toddler was what were the were the words and I'm like wow so I'm either going to just kiss your ass or throw down those are my two choices there's nothing in between like I said you understand that there's a myriad of behaviors that I highly disapprove of that I've never assaulted anyone over, right? Like that's right. That I really, I need, I need to pause, pause you specifically at this, and have listeners specifically pause. False choice is by far the best descriptor ever, um, and a lot of inflammatory people will use extreme false, po- po- polarizing extreme false choices, as if okay, so. Um, and the, the bacon is great, right? Like, um, oh, I eat bacon. Oh, so you mean all the vegans should perish? I have no idea how we got <laughs> there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so you're pro, so either you're pro animal cruelty or you think that all vegans should perish. Like these absolute batshit chronically online and ill um, choices that not even, they're arguing that this is the thing, they're arguing points that you haven't even that, that there aren't even the, the subject of conversation. No, right, right. It's out. It's it's created out of whole cloth. Like it, they they've just they've their mind just goes to the most extreme possible places, and nobody else is thinking that way until you put that in their heads. Now some people do start to pick it up, and it becomes almost like a a sort of contagion where people are like, oh no, I'm going to start thinking in that extreme binary. You know, I I remember I shared. I think I shared an update about Andrew Tate, which, by the way, at the time, that was the first I'd ever heard of him. 
I had no idea who he was at the time. It was several months ago. And I had heard the name and never bothered to look it up. So I knew of him. I knew what he looked like because people posted his pictures and were getting all uppity about him. I never actually sat down and listened to any of his content. I had no idea. But I heard he had gotten arrested in Romania. And I was like, holy shit. You know, dude got arrested in Romania. That's kind of a big deal. Like, what the hell? You know, like, what's going to happen? I have no idea what the legal system of Romania is. But this dude's in a Romanian jail and that's fucked up. So, you know, and so I was like, this guy is, so the, I think the post, the headline was something to the effect of no formal charges have actually been leveled yet, which they hadn't. He was just being detained. And I'm just like, that's already fucked up, guys, right? Like by American standards, that's not okay. If we did that to somebody here, we would be, we would be apeshit in the streets looting Target. Okay. So this is not okay. And, and I said, so I was like, this is crazy. I think that's all I said was, this is nuts. I can't believe this is happening to somebody, you know, and I had somebody comment on there and said, you actually follow this? And I said, whoa, <laughs> back up. First of all, I don't follow anybody. I said, I don't need to. I said, I lead myself. I said, so put that in your little notebook. Second of all, I just found the headline to be somewhat startling, if not completely confounding, as an American looking into Romania. Like, that's not okay. Like, this should not be okay to anybody, right? And, and you know, I think she came back with something like, well, when you traffic humans, that's what you get. And I'm just like, okay, but that's, the, the, the headline literally says there's no charges. So he hasn't been charged with human trafficking, which means there's no, they're still looking for evidence of this, right? So I don't know what the story is, which I didn't. I said, I don't know what the story is. I said, but if this is what's happening, that they can arrest somebody first and then go find charges later, that's fucked up. Like, that's mm -hmm. never okay. I don't care who you are. And I don't care. I said, my ex-husband should not go through that. Like, that's not okay. It doesn't matter if I like you. It matters that this is unacceptable, right? And it was like, it was like talking to a wall because once you convince yourself that you can dehumanize somebody to such a degree that they don't deserve basic human rights, right? Or that they don't deserve the kind of liberty that we're accorded here, it starts to get really dark very quickly, right? They now have, they've, they've taken it to the point where Andrew Tate is not a human being in their eyes. Right. And I have to, and full disclosure here, I am not completely void of that thinking either. I think right. that if you have very stupid ideas or if you have certain very stupid behavior, you deserve the lowest or, or you deserve to be due. I don't want to say harm because I don't, I think violence and harm, definitely a threshold and line that I'm not willing to uh, cross in that sense. But I do think like, oh, well, okay, well, too bad. You like, a, hey, you got sick because you got stupid ideas. I'm like, ah, stop, look, can't relate. Sucks to be you. <laughs> well, so. Right. I love that you point that out because one thing that I had noticed um, and using Andrew Tate absolutely as a great conversational uh, example of that is that because people dislike Andrew Tate, whether it's for valid reasons or not, that therefore he deserves to be handled unjust. Right. And I'd that's... A, ooh, that's no. rough. I mean, 
you, you get what you put out. So, I mean, and to, and so to your point, right, if you, I mean, stupid is a stupid does. So if you go and do a bunch of stupid shit and then you reap the consequences of that, it is what it is, right? That That's just sure. a natural cause and effect. Sure. I don't have to tell you what you deserve and I don't have to dole it out. You're going to walk into that trap, that sand trap yourself. You know, you will. I mean, that's the thing is it's like I, people who behave a certain way will ultimately meet themselves, right? And meet the consequences of, of stupidity at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. I see a lot of the things that people go through and a lot of the struggle and trauma that they, that they espouse or, or purport to have as a direct result of some of their personal choices, you know, and lack of, you know, abdication of responsibility. That's going to bite you in the ass. It's not, it doesn't even matter whether I think you deserve it. It's been given to you. That's your reality. My opinion on the matter doesn't matter, right? But in the case of Andrew Tate, or anybody for that matter who gets caught up in the legal system. Even who can even use Trump. Yeah. I think when you start to abuse the system and target people with it, that should be a canary in the coal mine for anybody. And what typically happens is is that it ha- they, should be a t- what? A canary in the coal mine. It's a warning. That's a euphemism or a, or a adage. It means like if a canary dies in the coal mine, there's something noxious or dangerous in the air so that's where it comes from yeah oh okay see yeah. hashtag immigrant life a... yes <laughs> so so but it should it should be a warning to anybody right but the thing is is they always test these things on the least desirables right the undesirable so we're talking i mean they have no problem letting things happen to poor people in poor countries they have no problem letting bad things happen to prostitutes they have no problem letting things happen to people in prisons that's why you can put men in female prisons that's okay because they're just prisoners, right? They've debased them to such a degree that we can test it out and see if your threshold allows for this. They start mm-hmm. to do it with the people who are undesirables, right, and, mm-hmm. in society. So, oh, Trump is undesirable. We've branded him as such. I can test it out on him, and nobody will really balk because nobody really likes Trump, so it's okay, mm-hmm. right? I can do this. Mm-hmm. See, watch, I can do it. And so Andrew Tate, same thing. It's like I can test out these practices on people you don't like first get your buy-in and then at some point the mission creep comes for you right so the problem the the reason why you oppose it happening to others is because you oppose it happening to yourself if if you believe that they come first that means they're coming for you next at some point and you got to know that if i can if trump can do it so can biden biden can do it so can trump and when you allow things to happen under those regimes you're you you have to be willing to accept that you've said it's okay for anyone to do not and it's okay to happen to anyone it doesn't just happen to a particular person it happens to anyone now and right the system the system becomes irrelevant it's just your opinion on of deservingness by lack of better wording whether or not it's fair it's okay or not correct right and it's like and you've completely thrown out the entire notion of due process right innocent until proven guilty like we don't do that for people anymore they're already guilty russell brand is already guilty he, he hasn't nothing has happened yet <laughs> and he's still guilty it's like oh my god like that's not okay like i understand what the allegations are but right now that's the stage we're in is allegation you can't just demonetize somebody who's not gone through due process you can't start you can't start you know, forfeiting his existence, you know, and erasing him and demonetizing him and depersoning him in some way 
Those are consequences for criminality that can certainly be a consequence or a sentence issued to somebody for, for some form of criminality once determined, once found guilty. But somebody said a thing? That's not enough. There, are, there, are there pieces of evidence out there that can be investigated to take this to court? Maybe. Then go do that. Then go do that and figure it out. But you don't get to do all of this to him because he's guilty first. You know, like I just, that bothers me. Like that, that should bother everybody. And it's not. And that's the problem. You know, like um, I, I recently wrote a piece about, you know, the fact that there is such thing as a corporate death penalty, right? That the, that the state can literally just dissolve your company and nationalize the assets and it becomes public property. Like that's dark shit. That's what they did to Trump. And I'm just like, wait, you sentenced his company to death because of allegations of fraud, no trial, no jury, and no, no, no actual burden of proof that there was harm done. There's no victim. Nobody's claiming fraud. This is just the state pulling it out of a hat saying you've defrauded people. And the people that they're saying have been defrauded are saying nobody didn't. This is not fraud. We don't feel defrauded. This is not a a fraudulent situation. He still is about to lose all of his companies and corporations that are registered in New York. They were sentenced to death. There's like the clock is ticking. There's a few days. I don't know if somebody's going to be able to file an injunction in time to save them. But this is a huge enterprise that's going to be taken down simply because I don't like you. This is obscure legal theory. Like this isn't real. This this has never happened before. These are unprecedented applications of the law. You don't have to like Trump, but you should be really concerned if you have a corporation registered in New York and you cross somebody's ass. You know what I'm saying? You piss off somebody. Next thing you know, we can just un we can just undo and destroy everything that you've built. Like that's insane, and we should be upset about it. Like, and yet nobody is, and nobody cares. And it's like because it's Trump, they've dehumanized him to such a degree that he just deserves to be punished without due process. And it's just like, I just don't know that uh, these are the, I mean, think of the countries that allow that to happen. China does that. North Korea does that. I don't know. They just disappear people. Like Russia does that. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of countries where we sit They're here. They're being unalived. Put, yeah. You know, I mean, we used to joke about Hillary Clinton doing that stuff, but now it's just like, there's a machine that does it. And it's like. Do you really want to live in a country that does this? Because the thing is, is I, here's the thing. I would rather live with the ugliness of humanity than live under the threat of government sanitation, right? When the government sanitizes something, understand that everything's a germ, including you. It doesn't know you from anyone else. And so I would rather live in the filth of humanity and say, okay, I'm willing to suck up the fact that there's a racist here or that there's a bigot here or a sexist here. I will accept that you exist in the world and that's okay. I'd rather you just exist and we all just chill out peacefully and find our own corners that the world is big enough to handle it. And if I don't like what you're saying, I'll just unfollow you because I'm a grown up and I can click buttons. <laughs> and if you don't like what I have to say, you can also click the buttons and exercise your adulthood, you know, and we'll just be cool here. Because the moment you say this is not cool, and it becomes criminal, 
and you start criminalizing bad thoughts, bad ideas, dissent, you know, dissidents, anything like that, you get lawfare, you get government sanitation. And I don't know that that's the better play. I mean, it is while, while it's on your side, right? It's, but when it comes for you, it's going to be too late, is the thing. No matter how deep in the pack you are, at some point, it's going to work its way from the back all the way forward, and it's going to get to you. And at that point, there's no one left. So you're on your own. Have fun in the gulag. <laughs> you know? Like, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't like the idea of doing, I don't like where that logic goes. It, mm-hmm. A, it's unintelligible. B, it's untenable. And C, it's irrational and performative. So it, it serves no purpose other than instant gratification. Right. And um, when I used to, back in, the, back in the day, when I used to kind of touch on um, or kind of like dance around some ba- the edges of certain bandwagons, um, and I've used 100% in the further past, I've definitely used certain ideologies, certain um, terminologies, right? Certain words, buzzwords, um, trying to stay away as much as I can about that right now and even acknowledge like back then within the context that I had that seemed the most reasonable and most accurate thing now either zooming out or either either having matured right um Mm. I look differently at xyz um so back in the day, I used to be really annoyed uh, about the argument uh, of false rape accusations, right? And it seems mm-hmm. to be right now that that seems to absolutely be a theme um, in in Hollywood, like or you know the the broadest online spectrum, I guess. Um, which recently someone posed a question, which really brought me to think, what? what uh, consequence would we deem appropriate, just you and I, for someone who makes false sexual assault accusations? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I will say first and foremost, as a, as a premise upon which I, I, will, I will make my case, I am a, a strong advocate for restorative justice as opposed to punitive justice. That is to say Seymour. that so that is to say punitive justice is you did bad thing, we do bad thing back to you. That's punitive, right? I'm just coming out to punish you, right? But it never really restores anything to the victim. It doesn't do me any good to know that somebody is serving time while my well after they burnt my house down. Like what could like, I'm not, you know, like if somebody set my house on fire, right, an arsonist came along and set my house on fire and destroyed all my worldly possessions, for them to sit in jail makes no sense for me as the victim. It makes sense to the state. It makes sense to broader society. Yeah, you should do time, right? That's punitive. Restorative says you're indentured to her until she's completely restored to where she needs to be and she's made whole. That's restorative, right? So now we're saying you are in service to the victim. You did, you took something from her. You got to give something back. Here's, mm-hmm. that's the deal. That's the deal. Yeah, that is the punishment. That is mm-hmm. the sentence. And so how does that look, right? And then you, you proceed to have, you build out a plan. 
right? To to make sure that he that this person who burnt down my home restores me back to whole in some way. And and whatever I lost, he is making up for. And then some with interest even. Fine, whatever. But that to me is better for the victim. And that's what it should have been about in the first place, right? It isn't just to see how hard you can crack a whip on somebody's back. So now let's take the example of false allegations. False allegations to me falls well under the scope of, you know, um, maligning someone's character, slander, liable. You've made a false claim and you've had this impact on somebody's life. They, I mean, and this has happened. People have lost their scholarships, their, their college scholarships. People have been kicked out of schools that they were, that are off teams. They have, you know, been, they've lost their jobs. They've been demonetized. All sorts of heavy shit has happened because of false allegations. Lost jobs, lost houses, lost livelihood, basically. They lost custody of their kids. Yep, they lose all sorts of shit from false Mm -hmm. allegations. Now we need to figure out what that number looks like and say, okay, you did this. This is false. These are my losses and damages from this allegation. I can't rebuild from this either because I can't unring a bell, you know? So some of this is permanent damage, which means if I'm suffering a life sentence for what you did, so are you. What does that look like? I don't know. That would have Mm -hmm. to be determined by, you know, based on damages. I lost my scholarship. I lost this. You owe me a college education. Fair. I fully agree. And you are by far a better person than I am. Um, cause I, I, I would, I would even say a combination of both. So you made me lose my house. You fucking lose your house and you have to restore my end. Right. You, you lost me school. Now you, you, you get deprived. And I know, I understand that it'll become a tricky thing, but now you get deprived of a privilege or a right. And you have to restore my end, which is a problem. There's going to be a lot of finances involved in that. Um, But even like forcing the false alligator, is that? Is that? that, I think it's a ledger. (laughs) False alligator. Yeah. I'm not really. The reptilians. (laughs) Hashtag immigrant life. Um, But the false alligator, the way they spoke up with their fucking chest, let them speak up now. Right, yeah, publicly, the same not once, because right. the amount of times that media has spent on fal- false allegation, now you must appear that amount of time right. on, like, to speak up about how. And we're just going to repeat because that's what media does. Media has been repeating the allegations as if they were true. Now I want you to endlessly repeat that you're a liar, that you made it up, whatever the fucking whatever reasoning you can conjure up within your, like. So I'm p- pure punitive and restorative, but not a punitive in a sense like jail. Because obviously the, the industrial complex does not, uh, yeah. it's, it's joke. Right, right. What I would rather that person be working for the victim than working for the state or the prison system. Like that's right. who deserves it. That's who needs it. That's who you've transgressed. That's who you took from. That's who you must give back to. And, it, you know, people are like, well, you have to make right with society. No, no, they don't. They need to make right with, the person they fucked, <laughs> you know, you fuck this person over in some way. You owe them, not society. 
you know, society is not entitled. We're, we are not a collective victim. I don't believe in that. Right. I believe that, you know, I believe that there are names to the people who get hurt. And if you can't give me names and you're just saying you transgress the state, like that's what they say when you speed and there's no accident, right? It's the city of, the city of Phoenix versus Kelly Diamond. And I'm like, the city of fucking Phoenix? City of fucking Phoenix doesn't, A, doesn't know I exist. B, couldn't give a fuck. C, was not in any way harmed. Like, right. there's not actual harm here. You just don't like the fact that I was going five over the speed limit. Right. That's it. No victim, no harm. But, you know, and no crime. But in the case of where there is a victim, I think we do need to take seriously allegations of libel. Like, and, there, and that should be, I mean, it shouldn't be so fucking impossible. I feel like Johnny Depp had to go through quite a bit and spend a whole lot just to clear his name with Amber Heard. You know, and it's still I mean, not clear, mind you. No, um, he and, lost the franchise of Pirates of the Caribbean. She's right. not even paying for that. Right. And we, um, um, in in future episodes, um, I'll make I'll use a different software where I can actually pull up media and we can play oh. it while we both look at it. It's it's very handy. Got a lot of time we we live in, but yeah. there's whole groups still right now pro Amber Heard, um, and okay. I mean, and I mean whole whole groups and the the biggest thing that i've noticed um from like an outsider perspective is that um over the pond europe is pro amber because the way they have released the trial the amber trial not the johnny depp and amber trial but when amber was happening the way they portrayed her properly as a victim so the majority of uh, european people are pro amber and the majority of americans are pro johnny um, meanwhile, they're both batshit crazy. Don't get me wrong, but he right. should have not been done dirty the way he did. So, yeah. what would even, and even she doesn't even. She still is. She still is of belief that you know the jury made a bad call by lack of better wording, right? Mm. And that she is still a victim. Okay, I mean, she identifies as a victim. Doesn't you know? I think. You, you're entitled to think however you want of yourself. We are equally entitled to reject that identity, right? So, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not obligated to agree with her, and the courts don't agree with her. So she's kind of alone in this with, you know, with England. <laughs> she's right. her and England get to hang out and, and agree with each other, and it doesn't mean anything. I mean, but at the end of the day, if the court says Johnny Depp is not liable for anything, and you dragged his name for no reason. I mean, I don't think he's seeking those damages. I think they ordered damages and he said, no, I'm not going to take it. I just wanted to prove a point. I think that happened. But at the end of the day, she should be coming out with the same level of energy that she did with her little op-ed piece. And, Absolutely. you know, I mean, she, she should at least be doing, she should have, she, I mean, making a public announcement and a public apology in writing through the same publications that we're willing to post for false allegations, those publications are obligated then to post her her, her apology. It doesn't right. have to be their opinion, but they are obligated to take that story and, and broadcast it and platform it because they participated in the libel. They mm -hmm. did. They, you know, it's the same with like, you know, the, the Russiagate thing with Trump. You participated in the libel. Well, we thought it was a credible story. Well, good for you. It's not. So it's been disproven. You now need 
a bigger retraction than a small fine print at the end of the back of the newspaper. I need you to actually right. broadcast this with the same energy. And it's like, and they're not doing it. And it's like, and I think that's the problem is like, we're not holding everybody accountable to these things. And we're not, I mean, I, I, I just, I feel like if you're not going to hold people accountable, then people are going to get away with a lot of shit, you know? Well, yeah, but the problem is, um, for accountability to exist as a collective, you have to have certain, you have to carry certain char characteristics within yourself, mm -hmm. um, which, which, you know, could be boiled down to a self-awareness, self-knowledge, but also accountability, integrity, right there. Those, those are required. Uh, for a self-accountability even to exist, including all the byproduct that comes with that, being able to apologize, being to able to acknowledge that you're wrong, being able to even see that you're wrong, let alone acknowledge, but even like recognizing that you were perhaps misinformed or that you um, were within that context, you know, and hand basing your opinion, your behavior based on the context and information you were dealt at that point um, and being able to say like, oh, Clearly, either I was missing something or I was too biased because of X, Y, Z, doesn't matter. And then we could have these, then we can have these conversations on a collective or a bigger scale, whether it's media or not. Um, mm -hmm. Because I person, personally, as a, you know, a person with a backbone that I uh, publicly brag about, I have such, and I, and I really, I'm, I'm going to pause for this for a second. I have such deep respect for people who are able to apologize because it takes such a inner turmoil, especially when you set things with your chest or you like you, you dove in something the, I might not never be friends with you or still might not perceive you in a positive daylight, but the moment you are able to apologize, you will, you will receive a different level of level of respect from me. Mm. Yeah. And, um, go on. No, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think that, you know, I think people who can actually say, you know, I mean, I'm waiting for the people who said I fucked up during the whole pandemic. Like, the apocalypse? Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the world is fucking ending. You're sitting here accusing me of killing grandmothers. Where the fuck are you now? They, you know, everybody's talking about how the how the mask didn't work and all the stuff is starting to get retracted and nobody is backpedaling everybody is just, they're not even backpedaling they're just trying to be quiet and i mean i've noticed the people who are so loud during the pandemic are now very quiet about it and it's just like so is that your I, way of apologizing I am, I am still bitter about it i'm not gonna lie i have mm. a lot of resentment towards yeah. uh people who not only have called me certain names, but who have attempted to act upon, you know, me being the monster that I was, um, right. including all that came with it. Right. And, you know, talking about the apocalypse, it's, it's, um, you know, there's some prediction for, you know, uh, round two coming right now. Um, and it just seems that there, there was a specific order in which information was handed out, right? So at the beginning, masks work, um, vaccines work. 100%, you'll never get it. And then that got a little bit retracted and at least like changed into, you know, they work 90% and they work most of the time, right? So we're do getting a little bit more subtle with the language. Then, you know, even more uh, terms and conditions and, uh, came to like, 
they're not fully so but perhaps under these circumstances you know it's working and it seems that and i i'm i'm i will for one of the our episodes i will write them down the exact steps because it seems that when people opted out at point two, where uh, the last belief they had was that everything was effective, if they opt, like if they went out of the new cycle at that point, they're still holding on to that belief. And um, also, I'm still seeing fucking I I'm I'm I got I was I picked up Big Sis and Big Bro right last week from the airport, and there are people walking around with masks in Montana. Obviously, they're outsiders. Like they flew into Montana. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because like... I'm at the airport, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. clearly, these are not Montanans. But I'm like, <laughs> are you still using Windows 97 too? Like, are you tra- pay, trying to pay with travel checks or like what do we like Nokia 30 3310? Like, what are we doing here? We're on dial up. <laughs> right. It's- is your horse yeah. a carriage waiting outside or are you driving with a car? Like, what are we doing possible, here? <laughs> That's actually right. possible. <laughs> well, we the, the people who actually yeah. use the horse and carriage would never participate in any of this no, fucking exactly. service. That's exactly right. I think, you know, but I think, I think that's the thing, right? Is it's like, I don't know what they're clinging to. And it's like, I, I, well, I do. I think they're, I think they're clinging to a modicum of fear. Like, they, they're not sure what happens if, you know, if they do take it off. Am I, what am I to believe? Well, better safe than sorry. Okay, but I don't know that you're necessarily safe. You're breathing your own exhalations. Like, are you safe? Because that doesn't sound safe. You know, like, I would think you'd be safer just breathing open, fresh air, like, than breathing what you just exhaled. Your body just got rid of it and you took it back in. Like, that can't be good, you know? And the, the moisture and all of that and the pneumonia and the possibilities of that. It's like the whole thing is just gross. But you're going too deep right now. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're arguing details that not only make very much sense, but you're, you're bypassing uh, the fact that I, if I'm going to listen to you, you better have the receipts. And I have, and mm-hmm. I'm using, you know, my own foster yeah. parents and parents as example who were like smoking cigarettes like a motherfucker and telling me I'm cu- I couldn't smoke when I was 14 I'm like eh while I can respect your authority I'm taking your words with a grain of salt right or um unless you actually stopped smoking then I then I can have a conversation with you so this I'm trying to protect you as a nation while you have zero receipts of that ever being the case or even handling the world in as if it's in my best intention right oh, yeah it, wait, they weren't looking they weren't looking for I, I, here's the thing when people ask me to comply with a particular thing they're looking for validation themselves Right. They, they're asking me, they're not actually asking me to do the thing because that makes me better or that makes the world better. What it does is it makes them feel better because they feel affirmed. So like everything from if I were, they want me to wear a mask, they want me to get vaccinated, they want me to stay inside because then that, that affirms them doing the same thing. I want you to be mm-hmm. afraid with me because then that's what we are. You can take the same, you can take the same logic and apply it to female bathrooms. The only reason why a trans identifying male or female would want to, or male would want to actually come into a female bathroom is if I'm there. My female presence affirms their 
identity. If no women actually used women's spaces and only trans women used female spaces, they wouldn't have the affirmation of that space anymore because it would no longer belong to women. Women have abdicated their ownership of that space and said, no, I'm not touching it anymore. And by virtue of us not using it, they've lost the affirmation. The same mm -hmm. is true with the masks or anything else. If you say, I'm not doing this, I'm opting out, then you've essentially told them, this is not your space. So see, I'm not affirming you. I'm not saying this is okay. I'm not giving you an, I'm perfectly happy to let you do whatever you want to do. I don't give a shit, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to play along with you. I'm not going to do the make-believe with you. I'm not going to freak out about things the way you freak out about it. So I'm not freaking out about the environment with you. I'm not freaking out about the masks with you. I'm not going to call you a woman when you're not one. I'm not doing the make-believe with you. I'm not playing. And I reserve the right not to play. And when you don't play and when you don't go along with it, the illusions start to crumble and it gets really fucking scary for people who, are, who need that. They do. They do need it. And they get really upset when they don't get it. Like it's, I mean, there's a certain, I don't know what kind of mental illness that is, but it is absolutely something that requires external parties to participate in their ideas of reality. And I don't know that that's a thing that I, I mean, again, something I didn't sign up for, you know, but I got recruited. <laughs> right. I'm like, how did I get on this playing field? I never wanted to play. Like, this isn't me, you know, and now we're all playing. So, and so I'm literally just sitting down on the bench saying, I'm not fucking doing this. It's like, I'm not doing this with you. Like, Right. And not only am I not doing this, I'm going to look at you verbally express, oh, look, it's the crazy person again and continue my day. Right. Right. Because I want to yeah, verbally make sure. That I'm not, not only am I not going to be engaging into you, I want you, I want you and the world to know what I'm thinking of it and yeah. that I will not be participating in the game because participating in a crazy person's game makes the game only bigger. That's right. And they need that. Right. So I'm like, Hey, it's John from the corner. He's a crazy person and I'll continue my day. Or, Hey, it's right. fucking Jessica being whatever, you know, Jessica always does. It's a crazy person. I'm continuing my day. Right. No, and I think that, I think it's important. I think it is, I think people who opt out and people who abstain or don't participate have, you know, are essentially to your point, set, keeping the game small, you know, right. they're not allowing right. it to sweep up. And it's like, I, I'm not do you know, the, it, I know it's, it's fun to be able to say we're all doing this thing together, but we're not, we're not doing this thing together. Like I'm not in your boat. I'm in my own boat on the same ocean, but I'm not in your boat. So I'm not, I'm going to be navigating these waters differently than you. And, and get the fuck off my boat or you get shot. And get the fuck off my boat or, you know, or. Because you get shot. That's right. We're, I'm going to have a mess to clean up on aisle four. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I would prefer not, you know, but it's like you, you've given, you give me no choice because people are literally compelling this out of you right there i you have to do this or else right it's like there's an mm -hmm, or else mm -hmm. to it now and it's like that's really interesting that you that you came up with a consequence you contrived this consequence of my inaction right that in a country that is largely predicated on things we don't do to each other that's the irony of it right is that 
of all right. of the cultures. The United States does have a culture. Everybody laughs that it doesn't. It does. The culture is, that a, is based on what we don't do, which is unique in the sense that every other country is defined by what it does. We mm -hmm. are defined by how we cook and how we prepare food. We're defined by our dances. We're defined by our mm -hmm. folk songs and our lore. We're defined by our traditions. The United States doesn't have that. We're defined by things we don't do. Mm -hmm. And that is unique to the country in that we are defined by what we don't do to each other. We don't abridge your speech. We don't prevent you from defending yourself. We don't do these things. That we are a country based on, predicated on negative culture in that sense. And so it's hard for people to conceptualize that. And so they think we don't have one. But in reality, that is the culture. And, you know, to say that you must now do affirmative things is completely counter to American culture when you think of it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't jive. The average American is going to be like, you're going to tell me to do something? You can't tell me what to do. I, that's not what we do here. You know, like, and people get upset. People balk at it. It's right as they should, you know, but I, I mean, and different people will block at different things. I mean, some people will, will comply, but I think there's also people who are just like, no, <laughs> how about yeah. no? And I'm going to go on with my life. How about no? Um, <laughs> I ha I had written down one specific thing that I wanted to touch with you on, even though we don't have the new software yet where I'll pull it up. Did you happen to have seen, um, the YouTube prankster who got shot? I don't know. I have a lot of opinions and it's like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a find it. Um, it's only like, um, 30 seconds in YouTube prank gone wrong. Yeah, I've heard of it. He tried to take somebody's car or something. Was that one? Was that it? No, 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 no. Let me see if this is the actual video. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna send you a video. I'm gonna put it in the. I'm gonna put it here in the chat. You play it. Um, start at start at mark sixteen. Oh, stop talking. Uh, not you. Sorry. The. I send it here in the chat. Um, go to second, like 15 or something and start playing. Okay. Right. Um, for the for the people who are listening, this is the uh, YouTube prank gone wrong, by lack of better wording. Um, it's a prankster who comes with a friend and a camera person who walks up to someone who is uh, doing DoorDash. So he's working. Um, they come in his personal space. They start playing from his their mobile phone why are you thinking of my twinkie or something like that and the the door dasher retreats moves back says no they keep 
moving forward with him towards his space. He says no again. He tries to slam the phone away, keeps moving backward, keeps moving backward. Um, the prankster, using air quotes here, keeps moving into his space, into his space. The the door dasher says stop and no. And after the prankster um, completely disregards these very simple commands, the door dash grabs his firearm and shoots him in the side of his body. Now he has been um, this, 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 the news, cause the trial was just recently and he got absolved from any, you know, like attempted to murder or any, any, any big charges. However, he's still getting charged for, um, I should have prepared the official terminology, but like firing inside of a building and, oh, um, okay. right. And the internet is absolutely divided about this. Um, not mm. only do you see an, a, a, a non-America versus American opinion, you see a very um, within America. You see the you know the leftovers versus the rest of the America kind of opinion. And yeah. what I am not only am I PMSing, so like I'm diving in the rabbit hole of like you know the trial and everything. What really actually upsets me is that this guy was just trying to do his work, right? Like he got up that day trying to, like he's a young, fairly young kid, trying to just survive and make a buck. And um, I'm glad that he didn't get, you know, any, you know, manslaughter, whatever, kind of like any, any extreme charges. I am absolutely upset that he still got charged for something. And I am upset that, this guy was just trying to live a life and it got so extremely disrupted with malicious intent by, you know, prankster by lack of, again, I, this is not even pranking for me. Um, and talking about, you know, the punitive and restorative. So assuming like, because these things take months, days, so he's not going to keep his job. Right. He's not going to, uh, it's going to cost him a leg and a kidney to pay for all the fees because people, normal people do not have that type of money. Yeah. And right. even though if someone was taken on pro bono, it doesn't fucking matter the amount of resources it takes. Um, to defend yourself. Right. 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 Yeah. And to even potentially restore that, right. To find a new job, if anything, or be able to go through right. this stressful period where, you know, you were just, living your life attempting to exist and someone disrupted it this this malicious again pmsing too so i so that's what i got upset about um yeah. whereas the internet was divided absolutely in um in like oh he should have warned him with yeah. saying no i'm yeah. gonna you know grab my firearm if you don't stop yeah. no i'm like no he yeah. said no three times he said stop twice he physically he retreated right? right he physically moved away yep. and three people significantly bigger in size but three people nonetheless mm-hmm. keep moving into his space now that's yep. a fucking great way to get fucking shot i i mean the thing is is that you you can't think that okay, you can't. That the, the same people who are probably balking at the firearm are the people who say no means no, right? So, if no means no, the no means no, 
And when a dude says it to another dude, it also means no. And if that were a woman, right? If that was a woman and dude was starting to harass her and she did the same thing, I don't know that you would have It would be empowering. Oh yeah, she'd be strong and independent. And I'd still have her side, by the way. I would also defend her. And I would also say, yes, she was right to do that. Absolutely. Because that's harassment. That's Thank you. Harassment. And like you're, you're literally stalking this person and you're imposing on this person and they're telling you to leave them alone and you're not doing it. And now, because, especially if the person is, which they were, significantly larger, I fear for my life is a real thing. Okay. And you don't know what sets somebody off. So the idea that you should be, that you're entitled to a warning, that you're entitled to, you know, a cautionary warning or some sort of, no, you're not. No, you're not. First of all, you're not entitled to be there in his face in the first place. You're not entitled to do any of this to this person. And so the mere fact that he's saying no and he's trying to walk away is enough. That should have been your warning. And you didn't read the room. And now your illiterate ass is shot. So, I mean. The the worst thing is, um, again, went down the rabbit hole. He, uh, he he there's a there's footage of him and his mother coming out of courtroom and his mother it looks as if the mother has told him one day this is going to go wrong it, that's how what it looks like like she speaks in a matter like you know we respect a jury etc cetera, etc cetera. but it looks as if she said as she is you know the cows came cows came to roost i don't know what the fucking Chicken. phrase Chickens Chickens came home to roost. <laughs> I know some oh. animal came to roost. <laughs> House came home. Chickens came to roost. Something. Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he verbally expresses in while he's laying on the bed, even kind of making mocking faces that he's just going to continue these videos. And all of his videos are absolutely horrendous and will definitely get you stabbed. Um, yeah. So this is just a. So not only restorative, but punitive would be like, so, and it's obviously, I don't want to say like, you're not allowed on YouTube anymore. Cause then we'll, we're going to get down a very yeah. complicated, yeah. you know, road, but right. some restrictions should probably apply. I think, well, I think the thing is, is he recorded the ev- his own damning evidence of him being an asshole. Right. I, I, like, I mean, if we can literally... remove people from platforms just for allegations, then this behavior should definitely elicit a, a, a proper consequence. Well, I mean, I think the proper consequence took place. He got shot. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, but he's, he's, he's not learning. You know, he's not. And I think, you know, and at some point he's, you know. Oh, she, he, wait, you're dropping out. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Are you back? Wait, you're yeah. dropped out. You're dropped out. One second, you're dropped out. Are we back? Say something. Hello. No, still drop. Just wait. Like I, it's it's doing the robot thing where like oh, okay. it'll. Okay, let's try it again. Yes. Hello. Yes, you seem back. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, the again, it's not sustainable. Like that kind of behavior is going to get him. You know, is going to get him killed. I mean that that you're. I don't know what to get him killed. Actually, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It it, it's just a matter of time. And and the problem that he the problem is is that he's putting it on society to dole out that that consequence for him. Like 
because the, the courts, it's not what he did right. was not a capital crime, but it can be by his victim, right? As a matter, as a matter of self-defense, it could be a capital crime, right? That is adjudicated mm -hmm. right then and there and sentenced to right then and there. Uh, maybe not by a court, but certainly by his own actions, he can bring this on himself. And the thing is, is that I feel like society has a way of sussing that out, you know? Like, that's, I mean, if you break into people's homes in places like Texas, your ass is going to get shot. It doesn't matter that breaking and entering is not a capital crime. It is when you're in my house. It just is, you know? So it's like, it doesn't matter what it is over here in the system because I'm the first responder. And in this case, the DoorDash guy is the first responder to a situation. And this is what oh, happens. Well so, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like the pranking, but I feel like if you start, if, if people start getting it in their heads that they can do this without consequence, they'll do it. And I think this kid kind of showed them that it's like, yeah, you don't know who you're fucking with. So perhaps don't. You know? Also, I feel like the DoorDash, uh, the, the actual victim, I feel that he handled it absolutely gloriously. Right. I, I think he did everything yeah. right in the book, verbally expressing, physically, re like, retre like retreating. Like I, he did everything by the book that he could have done right. and more. Um, one thing that you used as an example, which I would love as perhaps our, our last riff is, uh, you know, breaking and entering, um, mm. as an, an, in East European or as even a, as East European that, um, I'm all for like violence is an answer. Um, as Western <laughs> European, everyone's always like, oh, but you know, they don't know their intentions. And maybe we should discuss that in our next episode about how people think that your intentions matter the moment you break oh. into my house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's leave off there then. <laughs> Epic. Huh. Diamond. Demon. <laughs> Our first episode. Yes. Epic. So I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll see each other next week and yep. um, we'll try the other software too. And every, everyone listening. This is going to be a weekly thing now. You're welcome, by the way. Graced with our presence. Um, and now you can, yeah, let, 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 know, let us know in any opinions or attacks what you agreed with, what you disagreed with, and why. Mostly, just don't do just like I agree, but tell me why you agreed or tell me why you disagreed. Let, let, us, let us roll on to these conversations because conversations, after all, are the only reason to keep a glorious and beautiful world um, existent. Otherwise it's done. Yeah. Okay, Kelly, see you next week. And for those who have seen me or have been following me online, you know that I've just launched slaying the inner demons. It's still up for grabs. Just shoot me a DM because I don't make the links anymore too public. Now that we started, because there's a lot of information that I need to add to it just to get you right on the roll. Jump in. Wait. Were you almost hanging up, leaving us, leaving me and everyone in this podcast without liking, subscribing, and putting on that bell notification? Nah, that's not cool. Come on, do it. And if you're feeling extra feisty today, share, tag me, and tell me what you like the most about the episode. Let's hear it in the comments. Let's hear it on all the platforms. I'll see you in the next episode.